There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Five, four, three, two, one. You got it! It's time for episode 667 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached mid-October Halloween time, a great pit stop on the road back to 20-summer 24. And I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer, and with me as always, Brett, Peter, P.A. The Spider. No. Brett Morris. Ooh. Oh, the scariest thing you could say. I hate to do that to you to bring up the spider, but it is Halloween time. And I've started taking walks around the neighborhood to check out the decorations. And I won't send you a picture because I know it'll disturb you. But do you ever see where people turn their into a giant spider? The whole house? I've seen like the huge ones before. Like they put eight legs on the house that are like oh, I've never seen coming that. back down. You, yeah. I'm going to send you a picture. I didn't take a picture nice. yet, but I'm going to go out there later and take a picture. This okay. house is a giant spider with he, the whole porch is teeth, like huge teeth and eyes. Well, that's kind of cool sounding. Yeah. I'm starting to get into like, like that's cool, like to turn your whole house into something. Most people just do a cartoon like- yeah. uh you know what I mean? Like it's it's a ghost, but it's not scary. It's a gravestone, but it's not scary. Right, right. I saw these people had a, just like a little nook where there was some dirt in the front of their house, and there's all like skulls and stuff on. It. Like <laughs> I like when people like, go like actual scary. Yeah, like decorations. whoa, like what is this? This is off. This is creepy. What's going? Yeah, like I might have yeah. stumbled into something. Yeah, we have a. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, the the huge jack o' lantern character that you can get at target and his name is lewis and it's like the funniest is he's the funniest thing because he's he's like nine feet tall and he stands out there and it's like a you know black kind of scary like like cape thing and then Mm -hmm. the jack-o'-lantern head but then when you walk in front of him he starts speaking he's got like a little speaker uh, and he goes, I am not a jack-o'-lantern. My name is Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, who made this thing well, right. to say that? But then he's got like a full, he's got like about like six or seven other riffs, he'll say. But he's his own character. He's not he's from his a own movie character, just not from a movie or anything. It's just like well, Target he's made this be thing. One, probably. But that, the funniest great. thing, um, Cause, and then he'll go, like, trick or treat. You know, so he'll just say a couple things. Right, but, right. like, 
the funniest thing uh, yesterday happened where these SoCal got gas guys came to the house like suddenly and they had the uh, the little vests on and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I was in the middle of something. So it was kind of like everything was going a little chaotic. And I opened the door and they're out there and I'm talking to them on the driveway and they're going, uh, sir, we just need to get in real quick and test the gas line and make sure it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going, uh, okay. And they're, they're giving me this rundown. And then suddenly Lewis, cause he's in the driveway, just starts talking to them the whole time. Like <laughs> trying to tell me the serious business. <laughs> Lewis is going, he's going, hey, all of a sudden Lewis is going, okay. ah, you creepy crawlers, get out of here. <laughs> and they're trying to keep a straight face. It was really funny. You're like, Lewis, shut the hell up. Yeah. I was happy. He was, he was, it sounded like he was talking shit to them. That was great. Hey, I also found out from that story that Lewis is in your yard. I thought it was like yeah. a neighbor's thing or something like oh, that. Oh, no, no. Lewis is mine. It's funny, though, because he just talks to himself all day. Like nice. the slightest wind that hits him will just make him start talking. <laughs> so I'll just hear him out hey, there, like Lewis. talking to no one. He's going, I'm Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> He's a perfect metaphor for our times. Yes, he is. Losing his mind. Yeah. Off by himself, losing his marbles. Totally. Well, um, excited about that. This is a great time of year, at least visually. And uh, we'll see what's coming in on our October charts. That's right. We had a uh, Rocktober guest lined up and uh, didn't work out last minute. And the so Rock hit doing... the fan. The Rock. Yes. Long live Rock. But Rock is dead today. Guest wise, no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, we both know <laughs> a little bit about dead. rock. I'd say we could. We can. You could be the thing. guest today. All right. All right. So we do the music chart. Mm-hmm. Music. We used to play LPs. Boom. Eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. What's that, Lewis? Slide. Now we download and we stream. <laughs> What's next? MP3s. <laughs> well, Lewis was on point on that one. Nicely yeah. done. <laughs> we should have him guess sometime. Hey, Lewis. <laughs> Such a funny name, too. Lewis. For, never in a million years just think that thing's name is Lewis. <laughs> Lewis. Um, all right. So I just got the uh the top five on Spotify. Beautiful. And um see if there's right. anything spooky in the countdown. <laughs> I think I think there might be something for who charted at least. The spookiest event of the year. Ooh. Coming in at number five. Number five. Drake and J. Cole, first person shooter. That's right. First person shooter. I think Drake just released something new. So, uh, yeah, he's got a new album. As the charts go, it's a dark event. It's a dark time. You know, I actually um, did it for uh, Drop Date Duel. There's a there's a span of about two and a half songs where he raps and he just okay. raps and it's good and I go here he is he's fulfilling his actual job description 
<laughs> he's not singing. You know, he's not, yeah. you know, improv scatting or whatever he does. Right. And um, I would recommend those two songs. It's a, but okay. then he just goes right back into like, ah, that. it almost like, uh, you know, when they got a stretch on the news on a monologue or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Back. They got a vamp a bit. Yeah. yeah. And that's when it starts seems like he goes like, I don't know if I want to keep going out with you or maybe, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, you don't have around. to sing. I know when that, you know, it used to almost just be like a little seasoning, like a surprise in, in a song like that. Like, yeah. Oh wow, they're singing. They're combining genres, and then it became right. just a part of every single one. Yeah, it's okay too much. To go back. And I've heard other guys, you know, doing it, and you go, "Wow, they just grew up listening to too much Drake, and now they just—they <laughs> yeah, think they that's think what that's rap what, is. They think that's what music is." Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, coming in at number four. Number four. Zach Bryan and Casey Musgraves. I remember everything. What is that when you can kind of? What's the name of that where you can make your voice crack? Kind of thing. Is that twang? I always think of that as just the country That's twang. twang. But but I mean like even I guess other kind of non-country artists can make their like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it seems like if you could do that, you're kind of like a cut above. Like you've, you've got like. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like when it sounds like you toolbox. can't even help but do it. But sometimes yeah. people who can do it, they like abuse it. You know, right? It's like you're trying too hard to crack your voice. Oh, treat me like a fool. <laughs> There's a thing that the um, the uh, the the girl singers do. Like Sia in the like, she does it a lot. But at the high belting vocals, they crack in the middle of those. Yeah, yeah. They get and it the gives a, it gives a sound of like just emotions are overcoming them. You know, right? Like the throat it, can't yeah, handle it. It works. Yeah. But, Is um, it the, like that? That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> but whatever what you, you just did is so. Is so barely recognizable as like no, a thing like, that okay, but no, like, but uh, like Halsey does it too. They get real high, and then yeah. you just kind of start hearing their Adam's apple or something in there. Like something's yeah. got in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. I think that's it. Okay. All right, coming in at number three. Number uh, three. Mitski with my love, mine, all mine. My gosh. Think of it like if if you were making a commercial for a product, there's almost no product you would sell. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but then maybe like rap. antidepressants. 
Maybe. Like the drug commercials? Yeah, like the before and after. Yeah. But then when you think that the song itself is a product, and then you go like, why would anyone buy it? Right. <laughs> I don't know. See, I like this a lot more than the I Remember Everything kind of bummer. Yeah. Like at, I mean, least, yeah, you at least this one, it's like that. if you're going to be in it, then just get right down. Very, in it. like, yeah, make morose. me cry. Don't, right. I don't know. The, that last one just was just kind of a bummer ballad, but it wasn't any, any which yeah, way. Yeah, it's just you know? like generic y. This actually feels like depression. Yeah. <laughs> burr, burr. And it's pretty in, in what it's doing. Yeah. Uh, but um, there you go. it's a good song for October right there. Yeah, it is. And uh, you you played uh, on last week's show on your hot pick was Twin Temple. That's right. And um, they put, they got a whole album out. Oh, did you and, listen? Yeah. And it's like, nice. it's more, it's more of the same, but it's all good. Like, it's like mm-hmm. any one of them you could see kind of cutting through and being like used in a movie or. Totally. Uh, you know. They do it yeah. surprisingly, like really well. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, a lot of groups and stuff in the last like 10 years who have done the retro thing and right tried to go back to the Phil Spector thing. Yeah. And, but the, you know, varying degrees of success. And even like Jack White, you know, tries to do right. retro production, but they somehow make it, it really yeah. sounds like it's from those days. It does. And, and she I sings think, it convincingly. And the, and the fact that they stick to that one theme of Satan yeah, the whole time, great. like I think it really like focuses the whole totally. thing in a good Have way. Have you seen any live footage of them? No, I uh no, I mean they look like I they are they brother and sister or is that just a fake I, thing? No, I think they're together. I think it's a husband Oh, like a team. married couple. Yeah. That you know, I'm so dumb that I go, "Oh, they both have the same last name. They got to be brother and sister." <laughs> like it never occurred to me they could be yeah. married. I was just thinking of the white stripes model cuz you know, it's right. just boy and girl. But I don't know. Have you seen the live stuff? Yeah, I've seen I've seen you know some live clips, and it was making me laugh because it was um, like they were they're so intensely obviously like you know gimmicky kind of Satanists, but yeah. it was it was a more in your face Satanism than I've ever seen, even with like more. You know, I've seen like Morbid Angel live and like Deicide. And oh these, wow! How was it like, more in your face than them? <laughs> Just because they were literally in one in one sense, because you can clearly understand what she's saying. Right, right. But in the other sense too, she's leading the crowd. She's going, "Repeat after me, okay, okay, everyone, repeat after me." Hail Satan! Wow! Hail Satan! We give our, you know, we give wow. our full souls to Satan, right? Like she's like making the crowd, like, like literally go through with right, uh, like pledge allegiance and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty. Even me, I'm like shying away from that. Like, what yeah, if somebody's that, that almost It almost is like you need a female almost to, yeah, to exactly. do that. Like to like personify the demon in an acceptable way. Yeah. Like a school teacher <laughs> right. or something. I, I, I do love it though. It does. It, it, uh, it's very funny once you like, you just have to fully buy in. I like seeing someone who is that confidently like, uh, obviously this doesn't exist, so I can say whatever the fuck I want and ma- like, you need to join me. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, like, like if uh, you're being offended right now, that means you kind of believe in it. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Like the, uh, 
You know, the Church of the Subgenius, they used to have that. It was like uh, yeah. everybody believed in this guy, Bob, and it was just a goof and you, you know. Yeah. All right. Coming in number two. Number two. Bad Bunny with Monaco. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I'm you know what this he reminds me of hey uh do you have these nikes in size 12s like when you go to sporty la like the busy sneaker store (laughs) and then they go they got they tell the kid in the back you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. S- size 12. And he just go, I Yeah. In like a foot locker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Foot locker or any one of those places. <laughs> the, the guy they keep in the back room. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Half sizes. Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, with him, it's like, you don't know what he's saying. Um, so it's just funny. I mean, it's just because it's just like a cartoon character. It's just a guy going, yo, yeah, it's just yo, a yeah. texture. You have to really yeah, focus texture. on what texture his voice is bringing. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't uh, know what, what he, he's Puerto talking Rican? about. Um, I think so. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it's just he says the regular things like Drake says, like, you know, I want, I have money and let's have mm-hmm. sex and I got so many issues. and But... It's funny to hear him say it in that tone. It says on Spotify, uh, Bad Bunny has had a short but stunning career with colossal amounts of success. Yeah, I mean, he's massive. Yeah. I mean, I think he's the biggest Latin artist right now. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is good stats right here. Uh, Listenership stats on Spotify. Uh, From Mexico City, 4.9 million listens. Uh, from Santiago, from who Chile. Charted? Six six six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Damn, you gotta get down there to a live meetup. Man, we could make about seventy five cents off Spotify with those kind of <laughs> those kind of listens. Damn. Wait, um, so you're saying uh, you got it city by city, like Mexico? Yeah, city like the most city? popular cities that like this song. What what what's <laughs> uh, what's come what's coming in at number two? Coming in at number two, Santiago, Chile. Okay. Uh, number three, Bogota, Colombia. <laughs> Bogota. Like, buy one, get one ta. And then coming in at number four, Madrid. Madrid, Spain. Spain. So okay. They like them across Over the pond. Yeah. And then coming in at number five. Buenos Aires, Argentina. Okay, Argentina. Yeah, I mean, when you think about uh, how big of an artist you could be without ever appealing to English-speaking audience, I mean, you got all those countries plus all the rest of the South America and Central America. Totally. And I don't doubt that he's he's obviously – or actually, no, this is the top five in the USA. So, you know, he's very popular here. But – you should do a duet with Shakira, where she's like, and then Shaggy put a oh, yeah, Shaggy, Shaggy in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, coming in at number one. What vocalists we have on this earth right now? That's number true. one. Drake and Yeet with I-D-G-A-F. I don't give a fuck. Oh, this one I happen to know. Drake doesn't start rapping until like the second half. Oh, wow. It's a big change. Well, maybe I was wrong. But anyway, that that's, that's number one, huh? Yeah. What cities yeah, like in that? Like, uh, Bolivia, Ecuador, Bolivia, border. <laughs> Let me look. <laughs> um, Drake's got 83 million monthly listens total, first of all. How's he doing uh, in Machu Picchu? Oh, this is interesting, though. Uh, let's do a countdown, countdown out quickly. Number five. Number cinco. Toronto, Canada. Oh, oh right. Okay. To, well, wow, that's five. That's where he's yeah. from. Number four. Number four. New York City. New York yes. City, big hip-hop market. Number three. Number three. Chicago. Chicago, big Chicago, market. Big Wait, market. Buddy. My nephew just moved there for college. Well, what school? And, uh, DePaul. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I'm very excited for him. Shout out to DePaul. Um to John, to George, and the Ringo. And coming in number two. Number two. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Wow. He's more popular here than almost anywhere except, except number one. Number one, London. Great oh, London. London's the, they're the ones really goosing this guy up for us. That's crazy. You know why? It's yeah. because there's a guy in the NFL named Drake London. No, <laughs> that's why. I think he's a receiver. But wow, Drake that does is, sort of seem like he would be a British artist. Yeah. He's Maybe it's the Canadian thing because Canada yeah. and Britain are Commonwealth. Connected. I'm with you. Uh, well, that was an exciting mid-October chart. I'm excited to see how those songs will fare next week. We'll see them again, or you if think, we'll be um, on to something else. Are we going to get to a point where Drake and like Taylor Swift and these artists are just sort of like they can't seem to make it work anymore? Like they're still coming out with stuff, mm. but it's you know what I mean, like Journey yeah. or something like that, like a like a group that was once huge. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, to your point, it's pretty incredible. Both of them going at the same time, seemingly endless dominators of their space. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he just can't stop making hits. She can't it, stop making hits. It just hits. seems like it's regardless of what the music even is. Like, it, yeah. even if the, if the songs don't even really make a huge mark on culture. Right. It's just still number one. But you know what has made a mark? I mean, you probably know this one. Karma. Karma's oh, a relaxing yeah. thought. Oh, Dad, don't, Aren't you, don't you even tell envious me. as to you? It's <laughs> not. <laughs> I've been stuck on that one for a couple days. It's to say, Karma is my boyfriend. Yeah, like, Karma. Is- <laughs> <laughs> 
That one to me, that one sticks out of a pile. She's got some that like are signature. Definitely. But, you, but you're right. Like it just keeps going no matter what else is going on. You know what I culture. learned that I, that blew me away actually, a, a T-Swift fact, that song Cruel Summer that was, that we had on the charts, you know, yeah. the, all this summer long, wasn't even this year. That's wasn't even this album cycle. Oh, what? That's when from a it? previous album. Really? Like that's, yeah, from like a few years ago. What made that one pop? Uh, it's hard TikTok? to say. Maybe one of these re-releases. You or know, or maybe Swift. it was like a big part of the Eras tour. Like there was a really good part of the Eras tour where like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she um, pulled out all the stops on that part or something. That's wild. I mean, that one to me is like one of the weakest ones because it's just like, it's not better than the original. It's not that signature. Yeah, uh, it was originally on the album Lover um, in 2019. It's huge. 2019. Oh, well, that yeah. means she didn't get the tour on it because of pandemic. So maybe it yeah. was like she really pushed it in the live show. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's but do you see how like she wears Travis Kelsey's chain? Like <laughs> everything is like a musical or something like that. Like yeah, she reminds yeah. me of, like. This is the part in Greece where, uh, you know, uh, what's her name? Tries to be like, shows up in leather, you know, like she's the cool girl. Oh, right. Yeah. Like she's like, Cosplay. I'm the football player's girl now. Like what? <laughs> yeah. The football the player likes jacket. Me? Yeah. <laughs> and like I'm wearing his chain. And then as soon as the cameras went on her in the booth, she started like telling secrets to Kelsey's mom. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's like, it's hyper reality. Because you can, uh, um, all the girls are just can project whatever they want onto her, right? You know, yeah, I love it. Um, but she is out there, uh, yeah, making hits. Yeah, it's hard to picture those two. They're like LeBron or something. You did just mm -hmm. like the longevity is pretty impressive. So I, I did so, like almost a reconnaissance mission over the weekend, or it wasn't really my, uh, <laughs> my choice. But I went, I saw the Taylor Swift. Concert movie. Oh, you saw the movie. Dana, Dana wanted to go to it so bad, and then wow. her, her friend dropped out. Was it at the and Grove? So I went. No, it was at, at the, the Americana. Oh, okay. Which was also, <laughs> this is just a joke, but <laughs> I was thinking like, this is the what they're saying on the news is the global day of jihad, <laughs> and I'm I'm being dragged to the Americana. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a. I'm like, you're like, oh, what's more important, Swifties or Allah? Like, I gotta like, decide between. If these somebody two was gonna target LA, groups. it would e it, it would either be the Grove or the Americana. Yeah, yeah. Like. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, but anyway, we, we went. It was. It was, uh, you know, all the girls were like dancing in the theater and they all go to the screen and they're dancing and holding hands. And like, I mean, it's just a full on. We're just what was it like, uh, was there any parts of it that seemed cool? Like, oh, that part was cool. Like, did she do um, like. Uh, it's like you said, I think there's just, there, there's a few songs that to me stand above the others or I'm like, Oh, that, you know, that's a good. What's part. your jam? What's your jam, <laughs> Brett? But like, but, um, you know, just the production value, I would say is obviously super impressive. Like there's just so much going on throughout the whole show. Right. They bring out these giant clouds and stuff like on, on ladders and the, there's just a different 
thing happening. It's just bizarre. Okay. Like, I don't know who thought of all this stuff. The one thing that did crack me up is her guitarist, who she's apparently had since she was like a teenager. He's like an older guy, but with that sort of spiky hair that might yeah, yeah. look like a cool silhouette, like from stage. Right, <laughs> right. Closely, he's older guy. He's playing uh, Frankenstein. He's playing an Eddie Van Halen, you know, F- Frankenstrat guitar. Oh, really? Like the Eddie Van Halen model with the red and white stripes. Whoa. He's probably I'm one of those thinking guys like, that could afford God. every guitar. I know. It's like uh, Eddie is rolling in his grave a bit with some of that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I was expecting it to have like behind the scenes, you know, backstage footage. I was going to ask the story if they had of the a lot tour. Of they had none of that. It was just a straight up concert. You're just wow. watching uh, at mostly the um, the uh, SoFi Stadium show. Interesting. Um, you're just watching. Oh, it was it. mostly so that. It's just three hours of a Taylor Swift concert. Wow. Which for you, me uh, was tough. It was a bit it's tough. It's three but, hours long? Yeah. Yeah. Is it's it crazy, like a $50 ticket or something? No, it was normal, thankfully. And then did you have to stay the whole time? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I, I took a little bit long, longer than I normally would of getting snacks and like a drink oh, yeah. at the front because I knew oh, what right. I was getting in for. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like a but, slow uh, siege. It was nuts. I, I do uh, feel like the, it's it's like it's a movement of people who are slowly, I think, forgetting that other music even exists. Right. Interesting. Like it's, it's like a cult movement. This Can is I like kind of like Facebook would take over your whole, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I think Taylor with her eras and everything, she and she just represents the, this kind of like everything, mostly white girls, like an every girl. Like, right. It's almost like it's music for people who haven't had that much go wrong in their life. Yes. Uh, it's all about just breakups and um, these, are, these are good insights, small grievances. But it's right. in like in a in a sort of living in fantasy lands in a way. Like she's going yes. like when I wrote this album, I pictured myself in Victorian times with yes. a little candle walking through the woods. Right, and, and I then, get to be this character, and then I get yeah. to be that character. But it's interesting because it's no, there's no, um, there's no like sexuality to any of it for like a pop diva mm-hmm. or like a, a you know Which, starlet. Like, you know, she wears, she's very like beautiful, obviously, but there's no, the songs and the way she carries herself, there's none of, none of that. There's, it's none like of that. N- except, none of that. Except for there's the couple songs, maybe. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Well, he can take it He can pick it all though. Yeah. Even that though feels like it's more. It's to, like Broadway, Broadway show sexuality. It's almost, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I've thought, you know, I've been you know. saying that it's going to hurt her with Kelsey because she looks <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know if, if she can really deliver that animalism. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely like, it reminds me a little bit, almost in a positive way of like, the way James Hetfield just applies to like the working class man, like mm, white man in a way. Right. There's something about the way he just embodies himself. Yes. Like Garth you can just, Brooks. Almost, almost anybody can relate to him in a way. Yeah. Like, and, yes. and go to his level. Like that's what he's her, talking about. Every girl wants to be her. Yeah. Everybody can identify with what she's saying. Like right. you said, it's like, 
whole school is rolling big dice. Like, like what? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like musical, like Grease. What's going on? Yeah. It's just interesting. It's like you're, and it was funny seeing also a lot of the um, audience members, you know, the way Taylor Swift like uses her hands to sort of dance, like in a sort of oh, yeah, yeah, mis- uh, mystic style, yeah, like yeah, sort of hippie-ish, like hand movements. Yeah, yeah. Um, you would just see girls like in their seats and their hands would just start coming out and doing that stuff. They're doing Like that that's how they her. dance in their seats. It's like their right. hands just start twisting around. And uh, it's almost know. like Taylor makes it safe to be alive, like right now. Like we can just like, you know, I think immerse ourselves in Taylorness. I think that's what it is. I think a lot of that is, you know, it's like people are losing their minds a little bit, and it's just like, let me just have this one thing where I can, right? I, I'll just be a little bit crazy about this one subject right. and this one person, yeah. and I'm gonna project. My all my fantasies of how I wish life felt <laughs> like yeah. onto this one thing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's like a. It does feel like people are losing their minds a little bit. Yeah, but she's like the prom queen of the whole thing. She's just yes, the, the, the one hundred percent prom queen, the Pied Piper, and yeah. she's so good at on stage too. What I've noticed, every single stage banter bit is clearly very planned out and scripted and it's very well done. Like it, it just ties, it's like these perfect snappy statements that tie right into the moment. Like, and exactly it it like hits the mark exactly for the next song that comes on. But she's really good at deflecting that prom queen energy that she's clearly Clearly, like you oh, have, yeah, like the, she's you the, have the biggest stadium. Yeah, you have the biggest stadium you've ever seen surrounding her, adoring her. Yeah. She's in sequins. She's the only star on stage. It's all about her. And it's her. She's the biggest pop star in the world right now. And right. she has this way of just going, like, oh, you guys, like, Thank right. you so much. You, this is all f- because of you. Like, right. she has like, this way oh of deflecting it. Yeah. Like, oh my god! She, can yeah, you believe we're out. here? Oh my god! Yeah, like, like she nerds out. And then she's like, "What am time. I doing with my hand right now? What is this? Uh, whatever." Like, yeah, right. she kind of deflects it very expertly, right? And makes you feel like you're. It's kind of you on the stage or something, you know? Like she's right. talking. To, she talks to the crowd as if she's talking to one girlfriend, like on a couch, right? right. You're like you're you're actually she knows addressing how to like a hundred thousand people right now. <laughs> I mean that's that's why she's a superstar. Yeah, totally. Yeah, she seems very comfortable in it. Um, all right. Where was that at the end of the where are we at? That was We're ready to the take music a break. chart. Yeah. And we'll be right back with the movies. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Brett Peter Morris. And this is The Movie Chart. Movies, they used to be too too silent. silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. Most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are freaking giant. Movies. Films. All right, coming in number five. Number five. 
a haunting in Venice. A haunting. A haunting. Hercule Poirot, I've found something. Poirot. I've looked at it from every which way. I am the smartest person I ever met, and I can't figure it out, so I came to the second. You Tina Fey. Tina Fey, you know, she'll be at Yamava Casino. I saw a billboard for it. The Restless Leg Tour, Amy Poehler. And Tina Fey at Yamava. Wow. Formerly. What was it formerly? You are here to discredit me. But what? I talk to the Yamava day. Casino. Formerly. You know. Morongo? No, uh, no, it was a different one. But anyway, oh. they're on tour. This is spooky for Halloween. This is not Jesus. This is Satan. <laughs> and it's a Poirot, Agatha Christie novel. Oh. I always like that stuff. I like a good whodunit. Good mystery. Yeah. I find them hard to follow, but <laughs> sometimes they're I like usual suspects. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, you know what I saw? What's um, that? Renfield, Nick Cage. Oh, how was it? That's a more recent one, right? Yeah, it's this year. Um, yeah. I saw it sound off, but... <laughs> Um, there were things I would recommend. It looked like fun and campy. It has former Who Charted guest Ben Schwartz. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying like, because I'll, I'll do it a couple times through to get a taste of it. Um, there's some promise there. There might be something oh, good So you think on. it might graduate to a sound on in your future? Well, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to do amazing. one more sound off and I'll do a, a sound on. And then I, and then I, with the sound on, it's quick. Once you've seen it you twice. Judge a, with the, the way you watch a movie is like that show Naked Attraction. <laughs> How do you, you know? Where uh, I think we we're talking about it, where it's like you see one part of the body and you make oh, one, yeah, 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 one yeah, round yeah. of judgments. And then you see a little bit more, make another round. Right, right. And then the final round, much the same as you finally hear them talk. And then you, okay, you, you yeah. make your final judgment. Like. Right. <laughs> but then you, you've you already gotten a lot of information before you hear them talk. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically yeah. everything. You see all the goods. You see the ending. Yeah. 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 That's the way it is with the movie. Yeah. So then, <laughs> but if they start talking and it's like the dialogue's bad or something, you're out. It's, it's like, out. oh, yeah. Yeah. But so you're like, oh, I, I, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's almost <laughs> like. Totally. The Fran Drescher or that joke of a girl who's like beautiful, but then she talks and she's got the right. weird voice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what movies are. <laughs> movies. They, they should make the trailer silent. Maybe it'd pull more people. Ah, out, you know? I like that. Hey, uh, speaking of a movie that's great, silent, Jennifer's Body. Um, watch that one this this Halloween. That That one holds up pretty I've good. I've never seen that. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind where, um, you know, if you're going to use this method, that one really holds up to this method. Interesting. 2009. Where'd you pull that one? Um, well, I had just picked up a copy on DVD, another one. But um, that's why I thought of it. But basically, it's what's her name? Uh, you know, the kooky uh, Dakota Dakota. The writer oh, Fanning, uh, 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 Diablo Cody, Diablo Cody. There you go. Every time I see Diablo Cody, I think of Engineer Cody. 
<laughs> making my life making my life hell <laughs> trying to manage him. <laughs> Diablo Cody. Yeah. It sounds like a like a descriptor nickname. Like yeah, crazy exactly. Cody. <laughs> Diablo Cody. That's oh my god. How did we not call him that? I know. That's insane. It's crazy. That's really good. I always think Dakota Johnson, Diablo Cody, I get them confused. But yeah. She's the one from uh, Eyes Wide Shut. I mean, uh, gr- Eyes 20, 30 Shades of Grey. There you go. 30 Shades, not 50. 50 Shades. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> coming, in, coming in at number four. Number four. The Creator. When the war started, they protected me. Better care of me than humans would have. Scientific fiction. They're not people, Maya. It's just programming. Oh, those Ten are robots. Today, robots. The artificial intelligence created to protect. The effects look pretty good. Like that robot looked like it was really there. It looked good. <laughs> See, this is a perfect one to watch with the sound off. Yeah. You go, am I into this? Am I ro-? Then you also you get a sense of outdoor indoor. You go, are they just going to be inside the whole time? Is it going to be <laughs> yeah. dark the whole time? You yeah. know? If you watch the silent, you would have no idea that an Aerosmith rendition is happening yeah. in the background. Yes. You'd have and that no so idea. far is the only thing I didn't like. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just be your own thing. Don't, don't do dream on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, you have to prove yourself without the big IP classic rock song. Yeah. I remember when, uh, what was it, with Groot and all that, and they were using the immigrant oh, of song? Of course, yeah. Uh, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Or, I was, uh, yeah. Or was it, um, I think that yeah, might have been Thor, because it was like immigrant, it was like Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you know, Thor was Vikings. using it. But then Guardians of the Galaxy used a really good old, Oh, they—they're full of that. The they whole, went good whole times movie. with it, and I'm like, yeah. "Is this good times, or am I just hearing a track? That's am I just a hearing track? a song we already already love?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, coming in at number three, number three, Paw Patrol. It's giving off some kind of energy. I didn't do it. No way. This September. I think we've got superpowers. And that's why I wear a hard hat. Man, I remember that song. No, oh, that was in big. It's heyday, how Me too. often that was played. That was big. Bike pants were still around. Kind yeah, of. exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that song was big. There wasn't really like, that was a new kind of song. It was like a, yeah. a song that had samples in it, but it wasn't a rap song. They were right. Have, it was like know, a like, dance. What do they call that? That's yeah, what Beyonce dance. tried to recapture recently on her oh, last album. It was that oh, okay. sound. That like sound. kind of early 90s right. dance. Big uh, dance. Yeah. CNC Music Factory sound. Exactly. You see the, yeah, they're all in bike pants, like spandex. Yeah, and then like, remember, uh, pump up the jam, jam pump, pump it, it up, up. while yeah. your feet are stomping. <laughs> like there was just these like weird dance songs all of a sudden. Totally. And uh, a weird one that sort of went within those songs was Right Said Fred. Yeah, um, yeah. Too sexy. Sexy for my, which Taylor Swift got, uh, wasn't she sued for it or something? For By Right Said Fred? Yeah, she did the uh, I'm 
Uh, Lou, look what made you made me do. Look what made, oh. made me do. Look what you made me do. Whoa, I didn't know that there was a lawsuit. I remember I, think I there heard was. that. I heard that part of, even when I was seeing the, the concert film, I heard oh, yeah. that part and I was like, what is that? Like, <laughs> what is that? That cadence is something like that. Right. That's in another song. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. a model, you know, you know what, what I mean. I mean. <laughs> and I think they're almost like a Twin Temple. They're just so in your face with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a model. I'm on the catwalk. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> all right, coming in at number two. Number two. Saw X. Oh, yeah. Ever since you were saying these things were that. like different in their own way. Yeah. I've been looking for my Saw DVDs. All of a sudden, I can't find them. Like, I swear to God, oh, I probably have like 12 of them. There's something about them that just makes me laugh, kind of. Like, they do get more gory, like cartoonishly gory as they go on. Although this new one, I thought, was a, a return to like some more quality. But... Mm -hmm. uh Something about the way the stories unfold like makes me laugh and almost makes me want to like pump my fist. Like when when they get to the end, they get to the big twists and the big reveals, and then that music <laughs> comes back on every time. You're going like, yeah, like we're like, like oh well, okay. shit, you almost want to go up, like baby. oh, because they're always explaining something from the first movie or two that you overlooked. And it's not even necessarily a big question. Like the questions they're filling in are becoming smaller and smaller. Like how did okay. that one guy get sewed up? Or oh, whatever. so it's like, like Taylor Swift. You're in this like self-referential world. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Saw um, is your Taylor. But they're the most, I, I would say for any kind of film series, like a horror franchise that has gone on for 10 films, most of them go off the rails way sooner than that. Right. Like, and this don't get me wrong, some tight. of these, some of these are trash, but as far as the cohesiveness of the story goes, it really has sort of kept on track. Like it, it's more like a TV series. Like you're really on the same storyline. Well, that's good. I, that is yeah. a thing because it, it, learning the whole new stuff is, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, that said, I haven't seen like the Chris Rock one. There's a couple I haven't seen that are supposed to be. Well, hot, I'll give it a shot trash. with the sound off. We'll see what happens. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, coming in at number one. Number one. The Exorcist Believer. No. What do you think evil is? I'll tell you what I think it is. We're born in this world with hope and dreams and a desire to be happy. You know what I'm starting to think Exorcist is like, you know how parents, they just want to have like one conversation with you and then like, oh, okay, we settled that. We never have to talk about that ever again. Like, <laughs> yeah. You like To me, the Exorcist <laughs> is kind of like, like, just get the demon out of the kid. And now mm -hmm. the kid's fine. And now that we're, 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 we're right. past the point in the woods. The, you mean the, uh, mean the whole idea that they're even possessed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole thing is just like, 
like it's almost like bad parenting, but the the most dumb primitive version. Oh, There's exactly, bad yeah. inside kid. Get <laughs> right. bad out. Like Some things taken over the kid. Like it couldn't be our <laughs> fault. It couldn't be complications in life. Right. It yeah, couldn't be so, something bad happened to them, and they need your help. Right. No, it's, it's just like, like nah. Just get a priest in here and take it out of them. Take make, it out of them. Make them normal it's, again. It's also like the magic bullet. Like we just deal with this this one time, and then they can never bring it <laughs> yeah, up exactly. again. Exactly. We never have to worry about it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the ultimate way to just like absolve responsibility and it's cure so it crazy. All. It's so crazy to think about. Like at this point. Catholicism and this side of it and like exorcists and stuff, they have such a mystical, mysterious edge to them that we have fun with it. And it's like, Ooh, what if it was real? But then when you think about like the real, (laughs) the real, real, real reality of it, it is just, it's crazy. It's like these poor kids. Imagine all the adults in your life just going, you have Satan in you right now. Yeah. And the kid is probably going, no, no. Yeah. Well, listen, when I was 15, I had a bleeding stomach ulcer. And the other day, the other day on the phone, my mother was going like, yeah, no one really knows where these come from or anything. And it's just, yeah. And uh, (laughs) you just don't want to hear that. (laughs) You might have. Yeah, semi responsible for it, dude. At fifteen, wow. Yeah, that I mean, adds she, credence to a lot of what you've been saying. Really? Yeah, I should have said it a while ago. Yeah, just I mean, if you already had one at fifteen, that meant you were dealing with some. some oh stuff. yeah, that I was stressed out. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was like, I mean, I was losing blood through my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was waking up in the middle of the night and fainting and wait, la- waking up in the bathtub. Oh like, my God. I fainted yeah. And landed in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. And there, there was never any, uh, investigation. It was just like, Oh, he has this thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we He's don't going know. through a she, phase. Yeah. She said she found an article to where Springsteen now has stomach ulcers or something like that. Oh, really? And, uh, I'm going to send you the article. I go, what, what, what gave Bruce the ulcer, Ma? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. You know where these things come from. You know, you know, a warlock gave him. Put a spell <laughs> yeah, exactly. On him. It could be the Asbury Park warlock. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, even Bruce like didn't get one till he was like. I mean, he's yeah. got to be in his seventies now. Yeah, usually, usually that's the case. I got one when I was fifteen, 15. and nobody. Nobody acted like it was anything to investigate. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the that's the crazy shit. Yeah, I feel like just also just the sign of the times. Like people just didn't really talk about things. No, much. they didn't. You just All paper over. over everything. Everything. Yeah, everything. It's crazy. Like my mom was telling me about like when you know in her childhood and the weird the you know creeps like kind of in the extended family like at these family reunions uh-huh. or like you know family friends but it's like it's that kind of culture where you're not necessarily close with everyone and everyone's like welcome but everyone knows rumors right. but they you don't just, talk about it right but so there'd be like man there'd be like this one guy like Larry or something who like her mom knew my grandma knew like just keep the kids away from Larry, but like, right, right. 
but it was like they, left they unsaid. Say, Don't fucking bring it, that Larry here. Right. It wasn't go, it, it weren't going like, I think Larry's like, you know, like a criminal or something, right. you know, like it was just like, no, nah, like, let, Hey, Hey girls, let's just stay away right. from Larry. Just, just stay away from like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, uh, when, uh, when all that stuff happened at Penn state where the coach Sandusky yeah. was like, exactly. I think like when Joe Paterno, the head coach found out about it, it was like, Hey, straighten yourself out. You know, like, exactly. Hey, we're like, we don't need any of that around here. Okay. All right. right. Straighten yourself out. <clears throat> That's it. Like there's no, there's no action taken. Totally. Know? Yeah. Like I told you when my optometrist was feeling up my leg. That's the most insane. Yeah. That's my mom didn't insane. believe me about that either. Then the guy got right. arrested. It's like, I'm going to bring that's that That's totally. <laughs> Next time I talk to her. I go, yeah, yeah. Are you denying my position again? Yeah. You have to go. I mean, that was one of the uh, initial earliest. Uh, totally. History vindicates H. Michael Cray. I mean. There were, yeah, there were certain figures like that where, like, if your mom just kind of likes their style or, like, their, their oh, vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it's yeah. like, oh, no, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's just a, funny. He seems yeah. like such a nice man. Like, that, that is, and I'm like, I, my testimony is <laughs> like, he is my coach and he's screaming in my no, face. No, no, you're being silly. You're, you're like, being oh, silly. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so dismissive. Maybe you should it's listen insane. to him. Insanely <laughs> dismissive. Insane. So crazy. Um, well, that's the movie chart. <laughs> <laughs> the Exorcist. Exorcist got us into that. I love it. Um, nice stuff. All right. Well, that's what's bringing them back into theaters. We'll be right back with the hot picks. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who brought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. Give it up for that beat on the hot picks. I was focused in on the beat that time. That is slamming. I mean, it sounds so clean, so good. Sounds great. Lunch table beat. That's all organic. That's an analog beat right there. Just real fists on a real wooden yeah. table. Fists and table. <laughs> um, shout out to that. Shout out to the hot picks. Let's see if we did better than Spotify. All right, here we go. Coming in at number five. Number five. Culture Wall with the Coyote and the Cowboy. Um, should this be a quiz or no? Um, well, it would be a tough one. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know what it means. I just know that it sounds good. I'm not even sure what the story is on the song. Yeah. But um, Coulter Wall is good, and this is one of the good ones. I'm just playing, playing loose with that acoustic. 
<laughs> this sounds like when somebody is sort of just practicing acoustic. Yeah. They just picked it up. Putting like four or five different songs together. Oh, this is good. I owe this to survive. Reckon he's got to be. He lives in the snow at 40 below or in Malibu by the sea. I'm just a no cow puncher. I love to listen to his tune. As I get high on a bottle of rye, the coyote gets drunk on the moon. As I get high on a bottle of rye, the coyote gets drunk on the moon. The cowboy is a conundrum. A contradiction in This guy's good. This is really good. Doing fine on the poverty line with the working cowboy's wage. The whiskey bottle costs 32. This is great. I love his voice. He's got another one that's more popular. I forget what it is, but uh, he's really, really good. He's one of the. He's one of the, you know, when people go, oh, I like country, but not the new stuff. Yeah. He's, He's one of the champions of that whole thing. Yeah. But really good. Uh super like the uh, speaking of like going back in time and he's like the twin temple of country. It's like Yeah, yeah. He's going he sounds back authentic, to those days. Even though very authentic. Yeah, you find out he's born in the eighties and you go, How does he sound like that? <clears throat> yeah. And I did like the lyrics. The lyrics really were comparing coyotes to cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh their survivor. Lives at they're, the snow. They're climates. Malibu. Yeah, they're different climates. Um, all right, come in at number four. Number four. This is my pick. This is Flatworms with Sig Alert. Whoa. I just picked a random song on this album because I couldn't remember the name of the song I liked, but I think. Sounds heavy. This is song one. And funky. I could tell uh Well it was pulling on my heartstrings Cause we were burned from the outset From the minute that we went outside No we did send a chance The shadow came down the stairway Walked out the door onto the street When we were driving in the suburbs We saw it Great guitar. Nasty. Yeah. Good flop. Good Power sloppy. Slop. Spooky. It's funky, too. It's, it's cool. got a great backbeat. Yeah. What are those guys? Flatworm? Flatworms. Flatworms. And that was recorded in Topanga Canyon, I'm seeing here. Oh, really? Whoa. Yes. People making some... That'd be cool to have a spot up there where you could just... Oh, like, God, that would be the best. Crank it up. I mean, it's Whoa. famous for that. Right? All the old 60s artists and stuff. Neil Young's Smoking recorded pop. up there, right? Absolutely, yeah. Definitely. The whole place feels like Neil Young. You go to Topanga Canyon. Right. Yeah, it has that whole... Yeah. I mean, I live right over here by Runyon, uh, not Runyon, uh, Lookout Mountain and all that. Yeah. I feel like it's the same vibe, but out there is where you can really the go crazy bigger. with it. 
Yeah, Topanga feels like you're in another another yeah, world. It's like it's like lookout mountain without neighbors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Topanga is like one of those places you, when you go and you and you know, it's definitely higher and like it's the rich people live there. But you're just going like, oh, this is their LA. <laughs> like, right. This yes. isn't anything like my Nothing. LA. Nothing. Nothing. This is a whole different climate, whole even. Other it's thing. Like, Anytime I've gone up into like um, Sunset Canyon or all those, you know, yeah. those areas over there, you go, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then these people, this is LA to them. And you're like, that's why the they vibes. Go to anywhere I go. Yeah. That's why the vibes of all their music and stuff are so relaxed and chill. Yeah, because they're like California hidden hideaways. Yeah, Yeah. they paint Los Angeles as this like oasis. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's because you're you're in beautiful Topanga Canyon. Yeah, yeah. Come here, Uncle John's from (laughs) by the riverside. Um. You're like, oh, I I was uh, over at the Target uh, in East yeah. Hollywood by the subway station. Oh, I would never have written those songs over I here. I was driving with friends, like showing them. Uh, we were we were going all around Malibu and that all that whole area, and it was just like impossibly huge. First of all, like you forget how huge it is. Mm-hmm. Like there is just land, like empty land there. That's yeah, giant stretches, and mountains. Yeah, but we found like there's um where Charlie Sheen lives apparently. It's like, I think it's called Malibu uh, Lake or something. I didn't even know this place existed. I had no idea. It's like this little lake and people live in like little boat houses along the lake. Wow. Charlie Sheen's house is this gaudy, weird place like up on the hill overlooking it. Yeah, it's just canyons with a little lake. It's canyons with a little quaint quaint lake and people have their private boats. I'm like, where does this lake come into the picture ever? I've never heard of this lake ever. Never heard of it. Yeah, and it's like a whole different life there. It's just yeah, you different. like you make a left turn and you're just in this enclave of life yeah. that you're like, yeah, what is all this? I remember, yeah. Uh, yeah, even when I went to certain spots in the valley and stuff, you'd just be driving up into the hills and then you go, look at this view over here. This is world class. Totally, and like, this is in the valley where people like make fun of it and shit. Right. Yeah. Unreal. Um. All right, coming in at number. Three. Number uh, three. This is your pick, Margaret Glasby with Act Natural. A few times over, but never have I ever seen something so absurd. Are you a paradise bird? Little donkey, little donkey. Good guitar, good vocals. The yeah. song seems to work. It's one yeah, of those very tuneful, melodic. Yeah, yeah. but uh, 
Yeah, it just all comes together. I like it. Kind of nineties power poppy. Yeah. Indie pop. It's good stuff. Um for the for the people that are doing it, you know, like Rodrigo does it. Yeah. That one is like the least amount of like studio effects I've heard. Like she pulls it off. There's almost nothing. Like, I was I was listening for yeah. that and it's a very almost jarringly like raw recording, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, it's clean. It I don't like know if guitar. I don't know if that's her through. on the guitar, but uh, yeah, there's like no effect. It is. There's no production effect really to it. Yeah, except her doubling her vocals. Almost like when Alabama Shakes came out. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, that's just the girl's voice and that. <laughs> yeah, they're just guitar that, with no shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of doubling vocals, because I heard on the chorus she started doubling, and uh-huh. then it made me think of with you when we record. Always fighting back with like doubling the yeah, vocal. Yeah. Come on, I did it once, cut and paste, cut and paste. But I saw, um, I might have told you this, but I saw a, an interview with Butch Vig uh, about r- working with Kurt Cobain on Nevermind. And he's uh-huh. telling stories like that. And he's going, Kurt never liked to double his vocal. He'd always complain, like, I like that one. Like, don't yeah. mess with it. Right. And then, and then but, what, Bush Vig, <laughs> he always need, you always need as a producer all these little tactics that just work on people. Right. And he said what he would tell Kurt Cobain, he'd go, okay, but, you know, John Lennon always doubled his vocal. <laughs> and then Kurt, okay, Kurt would man. always just go like, wait, John Lennon did it? And he goes, yeah, always, always. And then you go, okay, I'll do, I'll do another, you know, <laughs> the John Lennon <laughs> trick always worked. <laughs> um, but then he, so it, who would you say it with me? You would oh, have to say like Roth. Yeah. I mean, David Lee Roth or like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, um. That's how maybe uh, like hip hop, like, that's uh, how Bismarck, did it. That's Bismarck. He always did it. You know, <laughs> But also with his, um, what I have done with you before, what he would do with doubling his guitar parts, he would just say like, okay, t- t- like while you're practicing, I'll just be turning these knobs and blah, blah, blah. And then like Kurt would be practicing the part or just kind of warming up. And then he would just be secretly recording that. What were you and secretly then, recording on me? Oh, there's just times where like you'd be, oh, I don't know, just noises. like- yeah, making noises or like, you know, doing kind of a, a rehearsal take. Like right. to just feel out the part, you know, even wow. while we're like talking about it. But you know what I was thinking during those? <clears throat> what? It's like, why isn't he recording these? These are good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these are great. <laughs> All right, coming in at number two. Number two. This is uh Ty Siegel. This is my pick. This is the B side to that one I picked last week. And I love this. It's called Void. It goes through, it's like a six minute song. It goes through a lot. Psychedelic. Let me fast forward to the second half. But yeah. It's epic. 
Yeah, it's a cool song. If you listen to the whole thing, it's like it really goes, goes to a lot places. of places. Yeah, dude is talented. I gotta say, he's one of those guys, Ty Siegel. It just feels like anytime you see his name involved in something, it's got a sound to it. Like it's got a yeah. He's got a stamp. Yeah, he doesn't mail it in. Um, sort of like that Jack White thing. Like you, you just it always has that Jack White stamp. Yeah, that it. heaviness to it. Yeah. Um. All right, coming in number one. Number one. Your pick, Quavo with greatness. Chain my watch, my wrist, my motherfucking house, my rise and grind. I give away all this shit just to see my dog just one more time. Look up at the lights one time. Hit the stay right the mic one time. Roll one, get right one time. Two cups, two cups, two cups. You remember them MCM backpack? We were running them, ramming them racks. No walk, no walk, they ain't never took walk. The polo never drinking that act. Came in, sweat the game like a storm with the motherfucking flow. Nigga, take that that. So don't ask me if she gone, we gone. If you like trumpet, come back. Great trumpet. This is great. Yeah, right. I love how the distorted drums out mm-hmm. those sound with the yeah. trumpets and the the flow is super good. Like that actually sounds like a challenging. I don't know. Like you know, it's like the Drake, Drake style rapping almost sounds like it's anti rap in some ways. Yeah, like he's like. It sounds yeah, did lazy. we just hear him rap or not? I don't know. Yeah. This. Uh, yeah. This was like. It's like complicated and. And aggressive sounding. It's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, great picks. We did a good job this week. And uh, join us, won't you, at our other program to that destination when we do two charted. Check that out. Yeah, that's right. If you like today's charts, just Howard and I going off on tangents, talking, uh, you will love two charted because that is what we do every single week. Comes yep. out Fridays. And the only way to get it is sign up at whochartedpod.com. That's right. Um, and also, check out all the other programs. CBB World, improperhumans.com. Check out all that stuff. Check out Have a Summer. Check out Grift Tours. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Charted.